0: Welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show, where your life matters. Your host, Coach Rhea, is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Radio Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you live your best life ever. And now, here's your host, Coach Ria. Hello, my friends, and
1: welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show. I am so delighted to be here live with you on the air. Thank you so much for listening to the show live, archived, and for downloading the show on iTunes. You guys are amazing. I also wanted to say I want to send my love and my uh, deep um, love and thought to everybody who was affected by Hurricane Sandy out here in the East Coast, where I actually do live as well. Um, you know, it, it's been a heartfelt, you know, emotions. Um, but we are fine. Our family and friends are fine. But my love goes out to those who really were, um, hardly affected by, by this, uh, um, hurricane. So much love to you guys. Um, going back to our show today, just a quick reminder I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional life coaching service. And, um, Um, The show is really here for you guys. My intention of doing this show is really to help inspire you. I like to help inspire you to make some positive changes in your life so you can live the life that you deserve to live. So it's really all up to you. You have the right to make the decision for yourself, whatever works for you. So all I ask of you on the show to have an open mind and an open heart and take what's useful for you. The show is intended to be thought-provoking and for information purpose, but I am a professional coach, and I love to be able to provide service and help. So if you do want to reach me directly, you are welcome to do so, and I also wanted to offer you my uh, um my new audio book that I had just made recently for my uh, expo that I just attended for um, in Philadelphia. And uh, um, you can either reach me directly on my website at www.coachingbyria.com. And, of course, you can also send me an email at coachria, one word, at gmail.com. And I'm on Skype, coachria one word, and of course, you can send me a message here. I really encourage you to connect with me and, and uh, make sure you follow the show as well so you can be up to date on what's going on and as far as guests and what topics we're going to be talking about and see if there's something that I can help you with directly as well. And like as I mentioned on this show, we try to cover a lot of different topics related to our everyday life on a personal level as well as the professional level. And some of these areas, but not limited to our personal and professional growth, our personal relationships, which we're going to be talking about today, as well as professional relationship, money, finances, career, self-esteem, spirituality, and overall the quality of life. And if you have listened to the show before, you know I um, host the show sometimes solo, and uh, sometimes I also have guests that helped me along the way to discuss some of these areas. And today I decided for whatever reason, because of all these things that was going on, you know, around the chaos of, of the storm prior to the storm and during the storm and how people behave together and how they were supportive and some of them were not supportive. And from my own personal experience, I decided to talk about our personality and relationships in our life. And when I'm talking about relationships, you know, and I'm not just talking about a couple relationship. I'm talking about all our relationships. So the show I scheduled for an hour today. I'm hoping one of my uh, friends, who's also was a guest on my show, will be signing today and calling, and he's going to be discussing this along with me. Otherwise, I will be your host and your guest today, um, discussing this topic. I encourage you to reach out. You can either dial the show um, by calling six two six. 213 I also have the chat room open. So you're welcome to put your question and comments in the chat room. And one more thing, Skype is open. Or you can send me a message on Facebook. Or, you know, um, whatever form of communication that you'd like to communicate with me, please reach out. I'd love to see if I can, you know, together can help, you know, um, answer your question or try to at least point you to some tips and solution on some of the problems that you've been facing. Um, and uh, one of the things that I also wanted to mention, um, our personality is, 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 is something that we, we have, we own. You know, it's who we are. It's our characteristic. It's our, 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 our real, true self. You know, so don't be hard on yourself by, you know, beating yourself up because, you know, I have this kind of personality. We're gonna go in a little bit of detail on that. But uh um uh, stay focused here with me for 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 a while and let's see if we can together, you know, come up with some, you know, hopefully uh helpful tip that can help you in your own relationships. So, um let's start by really thinking about, you know, the difference between our personality and our behavior or, or attitude each other um like I mentioned the, the it, it came to me and I, I really I'm always like full of insight and obviously because i'm I'm constantly being conscious and observative of everything is around me and and what's going on and I noticed I mean especially with with what we had gone through recently out here in the northeast on the whole east coast of of uh, United States you know with the with the storm people were behaving differently People reacting to you know um to think differently, and my feeling it's really cut- kind of all i feel like th- this whole reaction or our attitude, which is our behavior you know it's it's driven by fear um it's not who we really are it's 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 the survival you know, um, a mechanism that kind of kicks in and just told us, like, you know, we need to protect ourselves, and it's me and myself and I, and unfortunately, there was quite a few people that I encountered who were um, uh, thinking that way, and, um, you know, so therefore, the chaos kind of in, in became a major thing. As well um prior and during you know the problem, but I also wanted to talk about the personal relationships you know the the relationship in our life as uh um you know whether it's our partners or our family members or anybody that are close to us, and we're gonna try to examine some of the issues are really um, been hard to kind of like you know why. What what makes a relationship a healthy relationship, and, and how can I improve on the quality of my relationship um, that I have right now with certain people, including my loved one, and, uh, you know, even my, you know, people that you work with or people who you encounter with on a professional level? So um, I'm going to take a short break because I, I just wanted to, you know, point out, answer a couple of the questions that people were sending me on an email. And then when I come back, we're going to go a little bit more in detail in this. And, and I encourage you again to try to reach out to me. And I, I do thank people who did send me a lot of questions uh, via email about the show. So, you know, people some people feel comfortable doing it that way. And I do respect that. So we're going to take a short break, and when I come back, we're going to be um, going right into it. So stay tuned. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Kotria. Thank you so much for listening to the show. And I do encourage you... That, By the way, that was my dog making a noise. She's sitting in my lap. Anyhow, um, I do encourage you to call the show if you have any question or comments. Um, today, we're talking about personalities and relationships and how our own personality can affect the relationship and what makes a healthy relationship. You know, I mean, the the one of the things I do have um, a friend who actually was a guest on the show before um, who's going to be joining me, as I mentioned in the beginning, and we're going to try to cover a couple of questions um, related to relationship. I, I will be bringing them on in a, in a minute. But I just wanted to mention, you know, the quality relationship that we have in our life it really determine on our behavior and attitude and and our expectation of that relationship. I mean, what makes what makes us the 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 person? What makes each one of us who we are? It's our individuality. We all are individual, and that's our characteristic character, and that's the personality. That's who you are and again how you behave in a relationship and that's different than who you really are and and i think you know uh, obviously my my perception uh, you know i think it's it's really all about perception how we perceive things in our life how we perceive people in our life whether they support what we believe and it goes back to the believing, you know, the the belief uh, system that we have in our life, like, you know, our traits and, and our our, our uh, inherited uh, uh, thoughts from our family, you know, how relationships should be and how we should behave in it. It's all been inherited and passed it on to us. And therefore, we act from those beliefs and uh, we add to them. And uh, if we start to actually... Let go of some of those beliefs that are not supporting a healthy relationship. Maybe, perhaps, I would say, you know, um, we can uh, we can have a better relationship. And I'm gonna bring our guest on the air, uh, Dr. DeCanto. Thank you for joining me. How are you?
2: I'm good, Rhea. How are you?
1: I am very good, my friend. I know this topic. You know, you and I we had a, a quite a bit of discussion about this, but it's it's um. It's a touchy one. Um, You know, I mean, obviously, relationship, it does not only include personal relationship. It's every relationship that we have. I think life is all about relationship building, right? So whether we, you know, we start from home or we go outside, we're constantly building a relationship. And how we behave, it comes from the person who we are, correct?
2: Correct. And the thing is, there's different relationships. There's relationships between parents, between children, between siblings, Every relationship is different, and the thing is what's most important is that we want to just talk about relationships with a spouse because we know what the divorce rates are. We know all these, you know, all the problems going on, and even you had mentioned before about how this Hurricane Sandy makes everyone more, I guess, worried about themselves. There's always one question that, and this is a simple, very simple relationship question And if everyone would ask their spouse one question, what do you expect from me? What would the proper answer be? If you're dating someone Mm
3: -hmm. and
2: you want to find out that this person is good for you, you only have to ask one question. And the question is, what do you expect from me? And before I tell you what the answer is, what do you think the answer should be or what do people think that answer should be?
1: It, well basically they're gonna they're gonna tell you what they want, but they're not gonna really look at it from what you want you know what they i mean because I think it's it I a mean, relationship
3: is'
1: two or more people right you can't build a relationship with one person, so relationships start with two or more people, so if you're talking about a couple here and then the person comes in and asks the other party you know their their partner their husband, wife, girlfriend, whatever, and they say, "What are you expecting from me?" Um, the I mean I've I've asked that question myself, and the answer was nothing. You know, I mean most people will say, oh, I'm not expecting anything, or they're gonna say, well, I want you to do this and do that and whatever, and then they list the control or the rules of a relationship. And then obviously, if I break the you know those rules in a relationship, most likely I'm not gonna have a happy relationship.
2: Well, because if someone says they expect honesty, you should know that while you're with that person, if they're going to be honest or not. If someone wants to be loving, you should know that. The, the there's, It's only a one-word answer, and a one-word answer is nothing. I expect nothing from my partner.
1: Exactly, right.
2: Because if you expect anything, then you're putting expectations. And when you expect something, then you are now putting yourself up for pain. If you expect nothing from anybody, from someone, nothing at all, then that's what... They can't can't hurt you. Now, again, people say, oh, well, you know, all the other problems with a relationship. Well, if you're expecting your spouse to come home at 4 o'clock every day, you know that's going to happen or not. If you don't have that expectation, then you don't have to worry about it. The thing is that when you start to expect something, if you take the credit, you also have to take the blame. And part of my philosophy is I don't take either credit or blame. I don't take anything. You know, it's the same thing with the word angry. Someone makes me angry. And I can, I'll i make a couple of statements right now where you'll never get angry again. And if you'd ask your audience, how many people want to be controlled by another person? Nobody. Nobody wants to be controlled. Well, when someone makes you angry, what do they do to you? If they you break
3: expect- your rules.
2: They break your rules. Therefore, have no rules. And when you have no rules, no one can make you angry. Because if your boyfriend or husband is supposed to be what, six and he did not get here until seven, you're angry because he broke your rule. But in the same breath, you don't want no one telling you what to do. So we are, you know, as humans, we're the only species that know the difference between right and wrong to make the wrong decision. And then the other part of that is no decision we make is ever wrong. Because at that moment, the decision was the right moment to make, and the only constant is change. Therefore, the moment after you, you did something, it's a different moment, a different perception. Therefore, the decision you made prior to that moment could now look as a wrong decision. So it's a whole process. And, you know, it's just we expect so you know, much.
1: I, I mean, you, you, you hit it. You, you definitely, you know, uh, brought, you know, that's one of the crucial area in, in, in relationship. I mean, I think the two areas that are um, major issues in a relationship are expectations and communication. And if we have, like you said, I mean, I always say, like, you know, um, you set yourself for, for disappointment a lot of time when you expect things. Um, and the second is, is having that right communication because communication is the key as well. But we seem to neglect the two, you know, the two areas that are the most important things in a relationship from my perception, um, well, you know.
2: When you have self-confidence in yourself, you don't need it from somebody else. The key about any relationship is, and, and if someone, put it this way, here's another way of looking at it. If, if what you do for me makes me happy, then I love myself through you. But what you do for yourself makes makes you happy, then I love you for you. Mm. So, so We have to just have more confidence in ourselves and more, more belief in more
4: ourselves.
2: Because if you have 100% belief in yourself, you don't care what anyone else thinks of you. You know but
4: I agree with you.
1: I definitely totally agree with you. And I think that's really the key. It's like having that self confidence in yourself. But you know, but the thing is we do live in a society where we have to learn how to build healthy relationship. And building healthy relationship is also knowing how to communicate with others better. Because you can have a good self esteem and you know, self confidence in yourself, but you lack communications with others.
2: Well, the, the, the lack of team of communication is simply because you're not following the other person's programming. When they say the honeymoon's over, when you first meet someone, what do you do? You kiss him, you touch him, you tell him you love him, you buy him flowers. You do all these things, do auditory, visual, kinetic. Then, if, and this is what you have to say, if, if a person says to you, you don't love me, you never buy me flowers. Another person may say to you, you don't love me because you never tell me. Another person may say, you never love me because you don't touch me. The thing is what we're saying is you're, when you don't communicate with someone, it's because you're not communicating with their, their programming, their consciousness. Doesn't mean you don't love them. You can love someone, but if you, if you love someone by giving them flowers and that person is being, it knows love by you being auditory, by someone telling you, it's missing the boat. So it is communication. It is strictly communication. And, and simply you can just ask your partner. I mean, you just ask your partner simple questions. How do you feel love? Does someone have to tell you? Does someone have to show you? Does someone um, have to do things for you? There's a lot of doers out there. They show their right. love by doing things. I'll clean the house. I'll wo- go to work. I'll take care of the kids or the man will go cut the grass. They think by cutting the grass, they're doers. And when you know the program of the person with you, then you it's, it makes it much easier. I mean, even when I work on people, I always got to know what kind of program they are, they
1: they are. Right. Well, I mean, that's what it is. It's all about the beliefs, you know, what what we, what we really believe, you know, um, of ourselves, of others, and and everything else. And I mean, I know, like you know, obviously, there you know, I I have my share fair of taking you know personality tests, and I've given it to other as well. And there are so many type of personalities out there. And, you know, until you identify, you know, with with who you truly are and what is it that you're looking for in a relationship, and obviously I know you come from a place of unconditional, no expectation, no nothing, you know, but in the same time, you know, building a relationship should be on, on on a level of give and take, you know, not just, you know, be the giver and or be the taker. You know, you gotta have that balance in 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 a sense of like, you know, um, we need to, you know, both contribute into this relationship. I think it's it's an ongoing, you know, effort from anybody who is any t- any type of relationship is to put into a relationship as much as they expect to come out of that relationship.
2: And you should know that before hearing uh, it. And simple questions. We actually should do a seminar on these questions because I. I- I know them, but I don't have them written down yet. But one question is, if you, ask a, if you ask a man and a woman on their first date together, their first date, if the woman says to the man, what's the most important thing for you? If he says working, and, if the, and to the woman, if the woman says seeing family, that relationship's going to have problems all the time. Because on a Sunday when she wants to go see a family, he's going to want to work. And, that's the, and you have to understand, every person has two or three core beliefs that they will not alter. If someone's core belief is number one and the spouse's is number 10 core belief, they're going to have conflict. You know, it's just like trying to change someone's religion or someone's trying to change someone's political. You, it's very hard when something's embedded in by you by your family, by your consciousness, by growing right. up. Right. So really, you know, it's, it's knowing your partner before they become a partner, understanding what the needs are, and that's, well, that's all, all I, I yeah I, I totally
1: agree with you on that sense, but I mean obviously we were we were never you know taught you know how to be the right you know parents the right husband, the right wife, the right you know uh employer the light, whatever you know we we just go into the relationship and and then we just say we expect to you know we we hope for the best practically and 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 that's the wrong way about doing it because now you're going you know the other way around. um, I totally understand that, but i mean we we we're talking about like existing relationships right now, we're not just talking about people who go into a relationship, I mean people who really wanna save the relationship or people who really wanna to try to see a different side of their relationship a different a healthier. Um, um, relationship. I think you know it takes a lot of. Um, uh, first of all, acknowledging what is going on in the relationship. I think that's you know the key. Um, it, it, it's awareness. You know, bringing your awareness to to the current situation. What is truly is going on, and and take some responsibility. I think you know we all need to take some responsibility for everything. You know, obviously, I've, I've mentioned that before, and I know you have, you know, talked about that. We need to take responsibility for everything that shows up in our life, including our own relationship, because we have something to do with it. Even attracting that that person into our life, we had something to do with it. You know, and 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 I know, like you know, I had a lot of emails was sent to me about this topic today. People, you know, because I had put it out, and I said, if you have any questions, you know, and and some of the question, that repeated question that I had came to me it was like you know why uh, um you know why i can't get out of this the same you know uh type of relationship like people will break up and they find themselves attracting the same type of person in their life and i know you and i we have the same philosophy about this i think if you're not dealing with the root problem you will continue to be in that circle right we talked about yeah, that recently it,
2: on a spiritual level you're being taught the lesson that you have to learn. And also within you on the personal level, <clears throat> nothing is missing in our body. And nothing's missing. God gives us everything. It's just misplaced. That's what it's all about. And also you've got to relate to when you're growing up. I mean, we could, they talk about this all the time in psychology and, and energetics about, you know, if, if a child, if a father beats a child, then that child relates love to beating. And it's like changing a programming. So, you know, when this child grows up, he can also... You will know, be the same type of person, so it's how do you feel that you're loved, so you, when you attract these it's it's those two things you have to find it's within you while you're attracting it, and when you learn that lesson, it's what we call we talked about it today the paradigm shift. It's when one thought changes your consciousness from one way to the other way from and that's why when you wake up in the morning, you had a problem with your spouse or something like that. The problem didn't change. What changed was your perception of the problem. You can never Absolutely. hear the problem the vibration that the problem was created on. And that's mm-hmm. why when we go to bed, we go in our, our conscious, our alpha wave, and then we can start to raise our vibration. We wake up and say, wow, that's not a problem. The problem didn't change. Your perception of the problem changed. So when someone attracts that same person, one day they may wake up and say, wow, now I know why. It changes. And, and again, when, you, know, you always ask, what benefit are you getting from this? You know, we are, What benefit are you getting from this relationship? And a lot of people say, Oh, there's no benefit. no, well, no. Think. There's a benefit of some type. Of course, you wouldn't be taking. You wouldn't be doing it. So it's you know, it's it's a consciousness within us. And you know, that we 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 as we grow and we raise our vibration, we start to understand a different consciousness about it. It is interesting very
1: very it it is very interesting, and it's a what well, is really very interesting as well and and like I said, from some of the the emails that I have received i I think you know what I find it to be amazing, and I'm talking even on a personal level, it's not you know just everybody else outside because you know i mean i've I've struggled with that myself as well, and I try to find you know that that peaceful you know conscious level of awakening in that sense. Why are we addicted to self-sabotage where, you know, we we tend to like, you know, we say we don't want it, but we do it. Why do we do that? Why is that repeated behavior? I mean, you know, I talked about personality and I talked about our attitude, you know, they're they're totally different. Who you are as a person and your action is is really, you know, I, I think it's just like a not who you are it 's what you believe is making you behave or act that way I, you know there's a, there's a difference between the two um, you know because I mean if you really examine who you really are or what type of personality you have, you know um, you realize that you know your action is is coming from a place of a perception or ego. You know, where you feel like, you know, you need to like I mean, we talked about, you know, like in the beginning when I was mentioning Sandy and some of the things that I I witnessed, you know, as an observer, you know, how the chaos had been created because of the fear. You know, of the fear of not having enough or the fear of being left alone, the fear of not surviving. It's like the surviving mechanism just sort of kicks in and I feel like, you know, I need to get that last bottle of water, I need to get that last battery, I need to do this so I can survive and I'm not going to care about other people. But, you know, but we do live in a society where all the relationships are kind of, you know, if they affect each other one way or another, you know, whether we think we, we believe it or we don't. It's, it's true. But, uh, but why do we sabotage ourselves? Why do we there's feel no, like, you know?
2: There's only two true emotions in life, fear and love. And fear is the absence of love. Every other emotion is man-made. Envy, jealousy, all that's man-made. So when someone does something, it's out of fear, out of love. So if someone's is sabotaging themselves, they have a fear of what could happen. They have a the fear of success. I mean, I truly believe that if if you're five years old and your father says you, you'll never be nothing, and he tells you that every day, that you'll never be nothing because you are just bombarded. And, I, and again, I... The most important people in the world is your mother and your father. That's the way it is. That's the most important people in the world to you. And people say, oh, I hate my father. He did this or he did that. You may hate him him in the mind, but in the heart, that's what unconditional love is. I mean, that's why when someone is self-sabotaging themselves, they have a fear of something. Maybe it's a fear of success that, I mean, how many times how would a, a child become... Ten times wealthier than the father. See, there's so much going on with with the mind and the and the family. It's all the family unit and the bond and, and what's important to the family. I mean, um, if the father or mother says you'll never be nothing. That affects you tremendously because you are yeah. to disappoint them. True. So especially True. then it goes to if you are an internally motivated or externally motivated. If you're an externally motivated child, which means that you got people got to tell you that you did good. Then you're going to count more on what other people think, and also we have to understand that when there's a child born, the second child is usually opposite of the first child because if the first child is neat, the second child doesn't want to be like his brother or sister, so he's going to be sloppy. The first child is internally motivated; the second child may be externally motivated because they don't. They want their own. we, We are looking for one thing: identification. We want to be somebody. You know, we want. We want to be something. So we got our own, our own identification. So it is, it, it's a million different factors that all sets in. But it goes back to just love. It goes back to that basic thing of love. I mean, if you're going to do something, the, the decision you say to yourself is, this decision I'm going to do, is it going to hurt anybody? Is it, What's the worst that's going to happen? What's the best that can happen? Will it make a difference five years from now? And you'll see a lot of our decisions are so stupid. You know, we put all this energy on it. Like even like with the storm. I mean, water. I mean, geez, you know, you see someone in New York City walking down the street with a bottle of water. They're not going to, they're not gonna, just, um, you know, be thirsty going one court, you know, one, one mile down the street. We can make that fear. Right. We don't need water that bad. You can, just say, you can just say don't take some water for a little bit. I mean, you know what it's like. People buying cases of water. And... It's just it's, it's
1: so yeah I mean and and I witnessed that, and that's a you know, I mean like i said it, it it's sort of like a blow in my mind, It's like you know how we 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 can just turn a switch on and we become like you know so disconnected, and then you know and then we say why you know i mean and and at the same time I mean, I have to give it to the people who did come together and build a stronger, oh, yeah. well, many you know, yeah. yeah, absolutely, I mean, no doubt about that, so we, you know, we can't just, you know, mention that, we got to mention the good as well, and I've seen that as well, where people, like, really trying to help each other, and, you know, and, and reach out for each other, but I'm going to take a short break, if that's okay with you, because I do have some questions, like, coming in through the email, and I want to try and see if we can try to cover them, if that's okay with you, have a minute, you have some time? Yeah, yes. Okay, all right, let me just, okay, we'll be back.
0: Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Are you ready to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com and you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea.
1: Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your life now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Um, I am. We were talking here on in in the studio with uh, Doctor DeCanto, and we discussing personality and relationships. And uh, before the break, we were talking about you know the self sabotage and why we keep repeating the same behavior over and over, and uh, you know how relationships. Really started from home, you know, with, with with our own family, our parents, and how we carry on those beliefs and those, you know, uh, behaviors into our adult life and we move on in our life on a personal and professional level, uh, you know, manifesting relationships in our life you know from from those beliefs, and uh dr. DeCanto, one of the questions that came um you know while we we're on the break you know um this person which i I can relate to because i i you know at this some point in my life i I felt like i I was in that type of category, which is the perfectionist um the person said you know um Jen from uh, um um i think it's indiana anyhow um saying to me here she said you know i struggle with being a perfectionist i feel the need to always do things um in a certain way and and i need it to be in a certain way and i feel like you know the response is always like you know attack because you know it 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 comes across as being a control freak and I agree, because that's exactly what it is, you know. Uh, um, what's your thoughts about that? And, and so, obviously, she's trying to see what would she, you know, well, try to do. She
2: has to find out where did that come from. Is that her belief? Is that a family belief? Is she, That way, she's got to find out where did that come from, that belief system. Because it might not even be her belief. It might be something as she was growing up. It might have been a mechanism. Of, of something like that, and um, you know the thing is with people. And imagine if you woke up tomorrow morning and you had no memory of family. What a thought that is! Where would you be? What would you do? What, how would your life change? But that is a. I've, I heard that once. I always thought about that. You know, we are extensions of our past. Right. And when we become extensions of our past, we at what sacrifice? At who we are? I mean, every every. Every generation is a higher vibration than we are. And we need to embrace that vibration. We need to embrace it. And parents, the weaknesses of some parents, and in a case like someone that may have a phobia or something, is they don't want their children to grow up. The purpose of a parent is to raise your kids to be on their own and let them go. But a lot of us parents, we live our lives through our children. And we never let them go. And we immobilize them. So she has to ask herself, Where did this come from? Who am I pleasing with this? What are the benefits of it? Right. Because every person out there, they had one point in their life where they felt completely in harmony. They felt at peace. And I guarantee you when that happened, it's when every negative thought in their mind was balanced by a positive thought. It's the tick-tock of life. When you have every thought that is balanced, every negative thought that is balanced by a positive thought, that's when you have inner peace. And it only lasts for a church so maybe three seconds. And then you think, oh, God, i got to pay the damn car bill. I've got to do this. And you sh- you take yourself out of inner peace. And everything has a balance. We may not understand it. We may not like it. But it has a balance. Like now, even with this boardwalk, at seaside being destroyed, it's going to come back bigger. They're, they're starting to build it already. It's going to come back bigger and better. And next summer, it's going to be open, and it's going to be just like nothing happened. So it's something, you know, on the tragedy, the death, we don't know why that happens. But we do know that energy is neither created or destroyed. It just transformed from one form to another. So we know that. So we are, you know, so our past is creating our future for some people. And, again, when you can just start to center yourself and start to believe in yourself more, and, you know, take baby steps if you have to. Well, Again, you know, that's you know,
1: the thing. Right. I mean, you know, you're going back about the belief things. And, you know, I mean, obviously I have, I've I've had a couple of shows talking about our beliefs. And I even had a guest who talked, you know, he had a book about what when what you believe really matters. And the, the truth is, it really is what you believe does matter. I mean, what you believe about, you know, your life, about who you are, and where does that come from? And it. You know the the thing about you know, we don't question things, and I do suggest that we do question things and, and we question why are we you know behaving from that belief, if we start you know acknowledging that's where that belief comes, because that's how my mother did it, that's how my father was, that's how And you hear people saying that. I mean, it's like, well, my mom was like this. You know, it's like it's okay for me to be like that. It's just because my mother was like this, or my father was like this. We just give an excuse to ourselves because someone else have done it in our life in the past, like you said, the history. So we give the permission for ourselves to continue living like that. And I, you know, I, you know, if you were listening from the beginning, when I set my intention is really to inspire people to make some positive changes, and that's a positive change. If you start getting rid of some of these old unnecessary beliefs that are no longer serving you in your life right now, you can't start making that change. Because now you're implementing a new belief, a belief in yourself, Believe it. it shouldn't have to be that way. It, sh- it can be in a different way. And not living our life going forward, believing that's the only way. And I've heard it so many times, like, well, there's nothing I can do well there is absolutely something you can do one of the other questions that came to me and um, uh, in which is like I think a lot of people really deal with that issue in relationship which is the part about commitment and how some people manipulate um the relationship you know they 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 don't want to commit to a relationship in a sense but in the same time they don't want to break it off and they continue that pattern of manipulation um, and, and that is a totally unhealthy relationship and I'm sorry to be, you know, laughing about it because we accept it. And I think, and, and that goes back to self-sabotaging, right? So we accept yeah. that behavior as it's the way it was supposed to be. We right. don't
4: question right.
3: it
1: and we continue in that relationship. And I, I questioned that a couple of times with a couple of clients and I say, why do you continue in that relationship, if the other person is not willing to commit, it, commit into that relationship, and but in the same time they don't let, want to let you go because of the control part. That's the manipulation well, part.
2: Well, two things. So I want to. I just. I go back to something else. But if they don't want to commit in that relationship, it's because they want the same relationship. That's. But let me go back to the thing about um, people changing parents. You, there's the only constant in the universe is change. That's the only constant now seventy five years ago, when you got bit by a snake, they would make you circle around They make you walk. What happens with knowledge is let's go to breathing when did, they always would put a mirror in front of your mouth if you fogged it up, you're alive. If you didn't fog up, you're dead. So then we invent c p r and then we save people. Then with time, we understand that. You can be brain dead and still come back. What has changed is knowledge. If someone does what their parents did, they're doing the same energy field of that. So as time goes on, we have to become a higher vibration. And the thing is, look how many people we killed because we didn't know that if you stop breathing with a mirror because we didn't have the technology. So same Mm -hmm. with this, this philosophy goes with simple little things, simple little things in life. So when you are doing what your parents did, there's certain things that you want to grow up and and change. Apparently, listen, if our parents of 50 years ago, they would never survive in this society today the way if they did the same things they did back there. If 50 years ago, no one had a cell... It's very hard to survive in this society without a cell phone, without a phone. Not even just a phone, without... Because society changes. Knowledge is doubling every four years. What well, we know now, you know, our knowledge is doubling. Our technology is changing. You have to change with the times or else you'll be, you'll be, you'll be set back. And that's okay if that's what you want. But don't set back and watch it go on and then complain about it. Right. That, that, so when people say they can't change, ask themselves, why do I not want to change? Anyone can change. Well you, you just said I'm it just because they don't
1: ask themselves that question. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I think you yeah. just said it. They don't ask themselves why I don't want to change. They just don't want to change. They don't ask themselves. Because if you ask yourself, I can guarantee you, you're gonna say, Oh my god, I must be out of my mind. I need to change. But we don't ask that question.
2: And everything is balanced too. So if you have a if if you write down everything good about something, I find something bad about it. Everything is balanced in the universe. So we, when something's funny, we focus on the positive. If it's sad, right. we focus yeah. on the negative. Right. So it's our perception. It you know, is. In some cultures, death is party. In other cultures, it's sad. It's, it's our perception.
1: You know, I, it's funny because I really, I was hoping that I can cover more of different type of personality and, and as far as our different type of relationships. But it seems like, you know, we, because that's the majority of the question coming in about personal relationships, one of the questions that, uh, um, that came to, um, to my uh, by email, it's, it's um, this person uh, saying, you know, like, I have a hard time trusting. And I have every reason not to trust in a relationship. And well, uh, because past, you know, um, failure to, you know, be faithful or something like that in that sense. But the, the, it didn't go in detail, but it just says, you know, um, in quotation, faithful, not being faithful. So, therefore, I have hard time trusting in a relationship. And I think that's one of the problem in, in uh in most relationships it's the trust part, which goes back to the oh. communication part.
2: <laughs> yes, what's if you, you trust yourself, you gotta trust yourself. If you if you don't trust other people it means you don't trust yourself. Right. You can never you can never love someone more than you love yourself. You, that's that's what's so interesting about this. If you don't love yourself, you can never love somebody else. It's impossible. Because my father's been passed away many years and he said a statement to me one time that I never forgot. He said, As much as you love somebody, you will hate them. Because that's why the stranger tells you off it doesn't bother you too much. Because you don't know this person. You don't love this person. But if a family member tells you off, you have a fit about it. Because you love this person. You have a vibration, a positive vibration of love. And if they give something negative, which you perceive as negative, then it affects you. So if you don't. Tr- it's the same thing with trust. It's the same thing with love. It's the same thing with, with feeling, with wealth. I mean, being poor is a state of mind, not a state of being. And being poor, so it's all what you believe in. I mean, you know, medication you can, it's what's always amazes I me. Mean, even me, the uh, first time I really got involved in this many, many years ago was when a, a mother came in with her child and she said, my son can bring on an asthma attack. And I thought, if you could bring it on, why can't you stop it? Because the asthma attack has more value than stopping the asthma attack. So that's, we create this within ourselves. So when you start trusting yourself, you can trust other people. And, again, you're happy. You could be with a 1,000 people and still be lonely. Happiness huh, comes with you. You know, when, you're, when you love yourself, nothing bothers you. You don't care what anyone else is. I mean, you don't care what people think.
1: So, but, but how do you explain when, I mean, I, I you know, I mean, even on a personal level, I was thinking, like, you know, there's always that fine line in relationship, you know, even with friends, you know, like where people can turn so quickly. You know, you could be at this level with somebody. It's like law of caring and all stuff. And 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 one thing, one thing could happen that can actually turn the person against you, or totally, you know, behave differently towards you. What, what, what triggers that person? I mean, is that does that really have something to do with you as a person, or does it have to? It really has nothing to do with you personally. It has to do with the other party.
2: I think it has to do with everything. I think part of that, what we're seeing with that, is I think part of that is just uh, pollution in this world. I mean, you know, with nutrition, we have what we um, we have what we call the angry man's liver. People that eat a lot of fatty foods tend to be angry because there's a chemical. I think part of that is part of it is emotional, but I think part of it is just the stress of life. I think it's the stress. I mean, the stress of people having car you know a car rage because you just you're getting it from every, every angle. You feel helpless. You feel hope, you know, hopelessness, and, and you feel that. And I think you, it's a breaking point. And I think that part of that is part of our society. It's part of pollution, air pollution, EMS pollution, you know, um, um, magnetic pollution, all that stuff. The lack of uh, belief in, in, in yourself. I mean, it, it really is. You know, People say that I mean, if we didn't believe in something and there was no rules, life would be chaos. Right. So if, if, if you believe in the higher power, and even if you die and it wasn't, it, it, it's not there. Hey, isn't it, it was nice living that life because you lived a normal life. You live you didn't live in fear. I mean, you can't walk down some streets without you know getting mugged because these people have different values. That a criminal has a different value, has different experiences, and that's why we are a product of, of our environment. Part of it, part of it's a product of what we want to do. I mean, yeah. Uh,
1: it is. Right. I mean, it, I I think what I what I try to you know like make sense of it. It's it's the the you know I mean obviously everything in in life is relationships and and you can't avoid them unless you go live in a you know in a cave somewhere where there's nobody else. So you really need to you know understand how to deal with certain people. But it seems like it's sometime, and I have to tell you, I mean, even, you know, I'm, hey, you know, I'm, I'm been doing what I'm doing as a life coach for, for a while now, but I still, you know, on a personal level, I encountered this, but the difference is like, I'm a little bit more aware, you know, I'm more conscious of the, the action and the behavior of myself. But it, it, what really kind of puzzles me is, it's, the behaviors of other people, you know, obviously, I always say, you know, we, we only have control of who we are, our action and our attitude toward things and our perception. And we really need to detach of, you know, of how other people perceive us, how other people think of us. But since relationships are so important, to our existence, because we need to be, we are in a society where we need to communicate to other people, we need to have relationship. we want somebody to love us, we want somebody to care about us, we, we want to feel wanted, we want to feel needed, we want to feel, you know, there's a lot of feelings, and those are feelings, you know, whether they come from a place of fear or a place of love, you know, they are real, the feelings are real and that's I I had that conversation well, well, with somebody recently and, and uh they couldn't understand the difference. I think feels are feelings are real. Perceptions are you know, I mean I I i that that's that's a puzzling thing for me because I
2: think, mm-hmm. I think that the statement is we can never control the situations around us, only how we feel about them. You'll right. never control no one can control hurricane candy. That's what's going right. to happen quite a while. but what you can control is how you respond to it, and that comes back to self-worth yourself. You know again, it comes back to you now. you know people lost their homes, They lost everything.
4: Oh, yeah. they,
2: I mean, it's how they ma- manage it? How, how do they? I don't know how they feel about it, right? I, yeah, I, it, it, you know, I look at it, it. I didn't go through it, so I don't know. They're going through it for whatever reason. And, and I don't know. So we know that how you respond to it is what's so important. But you never. And when you look at it that way, it takes a lot of fear because whatever happens, okay, this happened, how can I work with this? Now, this might be hard. This might not be hard. This might be difficult. And we can't control it. We've got to only control the way we respond to it. And that's it, you know, with something like that.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, like I said, I mean, but 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 there's a struggle in in in, in for majority of people, you know, where they they really, you know, like they seek in relationship in the wrong places. They they seek in you know um, validation in the wrong places. And and but you know, but we all want to be loved. I think we all because we come back from the same place, which is source, and the source is love. There's no doubt about it. So I really truly believe that we all. Want love, and I, I know we all don't. You know, like you know, ha, our our goal is to stay away from being afraid and being living in fear and stuff like that. But what we have a problem with, what most people have a problem with, is 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 connecting to love more and disconnected from fear.
2: Well, before we go, I'll just wait one second. What you said was, see, if you are, no one can be looking for love. When you're looking for love, you're telling God you don't have within you, and you have it, it's just misplaced. If you're out looking for something, you cannot find it. And that's why, but see, that's why when you're looking for something, you'll never find it. You can't. It's impossible. Because when you're looking for it, you're going to pass it by. But when you have it within you, then you will attract that within you. Remember, we live, in the physical world, tra- um, um, l- attracts repel. I mean, like, love well, repels. It's Positive and negative. In the spiritual world, they attract. So if you have love within your heart, you'll attract love in your heart in the spiritual world. So you need to understand that when you're searching for something, you can't find it. It's impossible to find it. But when you're not looking for it and you let the universe do it for you, then it will come into your life. And again, if you don't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. It's impossible to love somebody else because you don't love yourself. I mean, one thing, and I'm sure you told you, everyone should just take a baby picture of themselves, put it on their mirror, look at it every morning and say, I love you. And I God know. <laughs> you know hey, I do it anyway.
1: I don't have to put a baby picture, but I yeah. do it everywhere. Like I got conscious of it now that I practice it. Not as, It's not as, you know, it's, it's totally different. This is real true love. This is unconditional love, loving the, the real person that you are. And I do. I say I love you every morning when I wake up and I look at myself in the mirror. I love the spirit that you are, that I am and, and so on and so forth. But I think most people would have a hard time, you know, doing that.
2: Well, people can listen to this. People can lay down, meditate, put some nice music on, and visualize themselves hugging themselves as a baby, talking to themselves, saying, listen, I love you. You're my, you're my child. You're my inner child. You're coming with me. You're growing up with me. I'm not leaving you behind. And then that's why when someone after like a child at 45, you want to go ride a go kart. That's your child within you. You want the child within you. And then mm-hmm. when we get to be 70, we're going to be bringing the child within us and the dealt within us. Because when you hit, you know, your different ages, 40, 70, but most people they have this fear of growing up that. Bring your child with you. Meditate on holding yourself, loving yourself, and talking to yourself. And bring that child with you into your adult life. And we all want the child within us. We all want to have a good time and laugh and, and you know, go to Disney world and then walk around and, and enjoy it like we we're a child. When you can't do that, then, you have, then you're nothing. Then you can't. I mean, if you can't enjoy that at 50 or at 45, then you're missing out. So I think if people can learn to love themselves by you. By doing that, looking at a baby picture every day, and God doesn't make mistakes, and 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 everyone has a purpose, every soul has a purpose here, and that's what's so neat about it.
1: I wish what's love it? to everybody. I wish love everywhere. I mean, I, I I know this is something that we 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 seek within us. I mean, as I said I said I said seek it within. Don't seek it outside of you because if you connect with the with source, the because I said as I mentioned before source is love and we are love and and that's that's the bottom line i wanted to continue this and maybe we can do a heart chakra you know um opening our heart chakra uh and 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 that's i think most of us have you know our 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 heart uh, that, that chakra is blocked and and you know and and i know this is something that most people struggle with um and so maybe we can do that i want this to be to continue um and I, I awesome. do, yeah, thank
2: I'll you, you so much. I'll hang up now because it's almost three, and then, then we will talk. But it's, thank absolutely.
1: You so much. I thank you so much for being here and joining me on and, and, and this discussion. Thank you so much. We'll talk thank, later. Thank okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, yeah, I, I definitely want to have this show to be to continue, and I, I want to explore um, a different. Um, um, tips and tools to try to help you you know clear um, your chakra especially your heart chakra because like as I mentioned it's really it's all about you know finding love within us and, and loving our who we truly are and I think everything else the whole world around us is nothing but perception of who we truly are on the inside so if we can we can uh, uh, radiate love outside. I think the love will find us. So we, when we look into a relationship, whether we we, we have existing relationships that we want it to be healthier um, and work on it, you know, get in touch with the things that you believe about yourself. Get in touch with what is working for you and what is not working for you. And examine those those areas and, 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 and start to release them. Let go. You know, forgive you know uh um yourself for some of the actions that you you know whether you you were a victim of 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 someone else's abusive relationship or you have done it yourself you know forgive the act that's all I can say forgive the act and and go in and go in, in within you and and try to find that true love that you that you are and uh and and uh let's examine this again and try to uh um to work together on this but I do encourage you one more time reach out to me I love to hear back from you I do want to thank everybody who sent me emails and questions about this topic I I, I realize this topic could be two hours uh, show um, because there's so much to try to cover and, on the show but if you want to you know one on one communication with me make sure you send me an email at coachria one word at com and um, Reach me on Skype, Tria one word, and and uh, connect with me there. Follow the show. I'd love to hear from you um, and what your thoughts are. And I do appreciate each one of you. Um, so I'm going to play uh, my um, couple minutes meditation, uh, breathing meditation, and I'll, I'll take you off the air. But please, you know, stay amazing. You are amazing. You deserve to live life in peace and harmony. It is your birthright. There is no doubt about it. Don't allow anyone else to take that away from you. You are love. And uh, with all that being said, my friend, love and much love to you. Namaste.
0: Are you all ready right. to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com. And you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Ria.
4: I'd like to end this segment with a few breath techniques, meditation, to help you ease into the day. So draw your breath, your awareness to your breath. Breathe in through your nose, if you can, where the breath is nice and warm. Draw your breath from your belly and allow the breath to channel in every direction. Allow that breath to scan your body and channel that breath where you feel tightness. Imagine that breath massaging your body where you feel that tightness. Allow the breath to move to your spine, to the back of your neck, and feel the breath in the back of your throat. Allow the breath to calm your thoughts and slow the breath down and allow your thoughts to follow your breath and with each exhale Let go, let go and go deeper, deeper and deeper. Now begin to bring your awareness back to your body. Slowly move your head to the left, to the right. In a moment, I'm going to count from one to five. On the count of five, you'll open your eyes, feeling fine and perfect health. Feeling better than before. And this is so. One. Two. Coming out slowly now. Three. On the count of five, you'll open your eyes. Feeling fine. In perfect health. Feeling better than before. And this is so. Four. Five. Your eyes are open. You're feeling fine and ready for the remaining of the day.